Welcome to this week's episode of the Far Aim Podcast. We are covering 12 areas of operation that you need to master as a private pilot. Part 8 with Ryan Eckel of the series that has an ending. We're actually kind of close to wrapping this thing up. Um, we did navigation for part 7. And now we're going to move on to slow flight and stalls. We're just kind of following the ACS sections here based off of Oh, what's the reg? Uh, 61.107B1, I think. Anyway, um, we got Ryan Eckel, Lake Erie's Island's flight legend. Ryan Eckel is back with us today with shoddy internet uh, at a hotel room in Florida somewhere. And uh, we doing the... Have we been doing... I don't even remember. Like the introductions? Like, Lee, how are you doing today? I feel like a lot of shows. I'm doing do. well, sir. How are okay, you? Okay, that's good. That's good. Stop. Stop. That was enough. Scott, how are you doing today? I'm, I'm doing great. Does anybody want to hear about my day? It was, it, it sure. Was it is it, okay. That's enough. Uh, Ryan, <laughs> how was your day? How was your flight? You actually did a flight today. It was pretty. Yeah. Pretty good, uneventful. What's the way we like them? <laughs> All right. Got that Started awkwardness. Started on one side of Florida, ended up on the other. Oh, well, this, <laughs> you stayed in Florida. That's a long journey, coast to coast here in Florida. Uh, oh, yeah. Not sideways. A full 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's a long flight. All right. Uh, slow flight and stalls. Um, the first one, the task A. This is VII, which is the V means five, and then you got two, five, six, seven. So this is like Roman numeral seven, boys and girls. Uh, nice. Task A, maneuvering during slow flight. The objective of this is to determine that the applicant exhibits satisfactory knowledge, risk management, and skills associated with maneuvering during slow flight. The knowledge aspect is aerodynamics associated with the slow flight in various airplane configura- configurations to include the relationship between angle of attack, airspeed, load factor, power setting, airplane weight, and center of gravity, airplane attitude and yaw effects i've never heard so many things described uh in slow flight is that how is that how we're teaching it like ryan and and lee actually use their cfis or have lee has has used his how how do you approach the slow flight these days ryan if you're still with us he looks frozen yeah he texts he's losing us okay lee how would you approach that pinch at this one um so, I mean, it's a lot of gobbledygook and that whole like thing you just read. Yeah. And it's just get, it's just another facet of stick and rudder. Just get the feel for the different riding the edge of the stall, getting that seat of the pants feeling with the different flap setting configurations. In light GA trainers, it's pretty simple. Flaps clean, so flaps are up. And that's going to be more of your, going to be a little bit of a higher stall speed. And because you don't have the the added lift of the flaps being down, and then as you configure and progressively lower your stall speed, and um, may exhibit some different, some slightly different handling characteristics, just because airflow is changing. But yeah, just get the feel for it. Yeah, you're just slowing it up. The skills you have to. Dem- well, did I answer your question? or Did I miss what the question was? No, I just, yeah, it's just I, I basically wanted a summary. Okay, all right. You know, I was kind of reading the bullet points of what it, did the, I, I and I didn't summarize it, did I? I sucked. Kind of. Did, did I suck? You just slow the airplane up. Okay. Uh. Oh, what kind okay. Of, what, kind yeah. of thro- what kind of throttle settings do we have when we're doing slow flight? Typically in like a trainer. 
Full throttle. Full throttle. <laughs> yeah. You can take it to full throttle. If you want to take it that far behind the power curve, you'll hear terms like region of reverse command and behind the power curve. And so what happens in this region of reverse command or slow flight, you get to behind the power curve. So you're pitching, you're increasing your angle of attack, increasing your angle of attack, where you're going to go almost to a cruise power setting, if not full power, like uh, Scott just said, and you're not really, you're not going fast, you're not speeding up. You can actually continue to slow down, slow down, slow down until you do a power on stall. So that's the region of reverse command. And it takes more power to go slower, or you can go slower with more power, if that's the way you want to look at it. The region of reverse command. So you could end up using full power for your slow flight. Yeah, absolutely. And then you end up doing, if you, if you play that whole thing out, you end up doing a power on stall, yeah. is the bottom line. If you keep going. You keep cranking the power up. If, yeah, if you, it's yeah, you you end up maxing out your power, and if you try and see how slow it will go with that max power, you're not climbing, you're not accelerating, you're not climbing. You can just keep pulling on, maintaining altitude, and you'll do a, a power on stall. What is the what is the point of learning slow flight and the region of reverse command, Ryan? Uh, yeah, you got me again. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yep, you're back. They want you to see how the aircraft handles at, uh, you know, minimum controllable speed. So, I mean, you're also kind of getting in the uh, setting up for a landing. You're not landing an airplane that slow. Um, but you're, I mean, you're obviously coming in and slowing the aircraft down. So they want to see how you can handle the aircraft. Okay. So is there any applicability in your mind, Ryan? Like maybe, I think it's maybe a loose correlation, but at least some of the point for like any of the short and soft stuff, some of the short and soft field landings. Yeah, I think so too. Preparing yourself uh, in that environment where you're really controlling the airplane's altitude with your power settings and controlling those airspeeds based on your pitch. I mean, it's definitely going to come into play for those kind of operations. It teaches you what the airplane feels like when it's like approaching a stall too. So you can recognize yeah, that. Yeah. And if you're not in a training situation with altitude, you can be like, oh crap, I know what that feel means and then get yourself out of it before you are in a stall. Correct. Yeah, I always like to point out how the controls, you you, you can move them around a lot more uh, when you're in slow flight versus, you know, you could they're a little more touchy as you're moving in through the air faster. So. so the controls get mushy. It's like the analogy of, yeah, they get mushy. Yeah. You can go almost full-scale deflection with the controls, and they do almost nothing. Correct. Yeah, yeah. so it's, I, I always use like, oh, you know, you're driving around in a parking lot at five miles an hour, you can make big changes to the steering wheel in your car, but if you're going 70 miles an hour, that same thing, that same deflection would take you off the side of the road. Yeah, I try to use that analogy. I like that. Hmm. I, I think like with like the slow flight, like I think the stalls is one thing, and that's obviously stall recognition. Of course, you're going to get a lot of that inadvertently in slow flight, but I feel like like rough water landings in a seaplane, soft field landings in a you know on a land plane. I feel like that's where a lot of the region reverse command type thing and behind the power curve slow flight concepts can really um, shine. And you're 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 free. You're not tethered to the ground. You have to use your imagination. And obviously, I understand you know stick and rudder. I, I get all of that. But I think the pertinent application is 
getting comfortable getting behind the power curve and it, like you get deep into that flare you're pulling and you're just adding power so you touch down at minimum speed like on a soft field landing or a rough water landing that's super obviously you're close to the ground or the water when that happens but i think that gets you really comfortable and seeing the mechanics at work way away from anything that can hurt you if you miscalculate i think that's an under um emphasized portion of the slow flight yeah i think that's what do you think that's very important it it, it just it gives you Definitely. skills i feel like spending time in slow flight you just you get skills you just can't get any other way you can't sit and th- 100%. you can't sit and theorize slow flight and have an yes. understanding of how it works you have to actually go it's do it it's very abstract yeah and then once you feel it and you feel how mushy the controls are you 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 do it in real life IRL as the kids call it these days you're a better pilot from it so i think that's that's why they do it yeah 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 i would totally totally agree with that if you're comfortable flying in slow flight i mean you're comfortable all the time yeah right riding that like we would say riding the stick shaker which is kind of like you know just riding your um the tail buffet and that airflow separation you're feeling and all those indications all those sensations you get out of the airplane the airplane is talking to you you know and you're getting that awareness and of course you have to kind of repeat and relearn a new airplane ideally you never get it that close but you know, that that is one way to kind of go get a quick and dirty understanding of the aerodynamics of that airplane is like, let's say you're going to fly an airplane. I don't recommend this. You're going to go fly an airplane and you're not really getting any dual. Obviously, you typically safely take off, no problem. But go up, go do some, go do some slow flight and some stalls at altitude. And that'll give you kind of a really good idea of the, the its capability, its handling characteristics. Um, to get you dialed in to be safe when you're coming in to do a real landing. I used to do that all if the that time. That makes for sense fun. to everybody. I was like, I'd just go out and do What's stalls and slow fight and just all the time. I was like, one of my favorite things to do. Now it's terrifying, but you know. Uh, you did it like for non training purposes, Scott? Like once you had the pilot's oh, license? Yeah. Yeah, oh, I used to go out and do stalls just for fun all the time. It was like... Why? What is fun about that? I don't know. I thought it was fun. I I, um, I don't think I've ever done that unless it was for a training, which I did oh, a lot no. of... I did I several all ratings, the time for fun. but I just never... That's interesting. Yeah. That is surprising. I would not have guessed. I'm surprised. I would not have I'm guessed surprised. Scott Boris used to do stalls and slow flight after he got his private pilot's license for fun I mean, all the time. Not is this is this new so information much, for you, Ryan? Would you? I would not have guessed that. No. <laughs> no. Not, this is not so much, surprising uh, us not all. Not so much Scott. slow flight. Not so much slow flight. I used to do stalls all the time. I don't know. I just I just thought it was fun. I loved doing them. Just. Hold it there until it drops and just do it again. Okay. I don't know. I used to go up and do it all the time. We learn more about uh, I did more Scott all every episode. I probably did more before I got my private than after. Well, maybe not. I don't know. But like I was at, at a certain point I wasn't doing it for training anymore. I was doing it because I like doing it. Did it for fun. 
This, this is new information wow, to me. That's just very this. surprising. My I, world is turning upside down. I, we need Did to hell digest this shocking news. I'm, yeah. <laughs> No, well, I mean, if you yeah. think about it, though, it's kind of like Scott, like get way up to altitude, like like a glider getting towed up to altitude and then just chop the power and then just ride yeah. it down. It hey. kind of makes sense. You're saving a lot of money yeah. unless yeah. you're doing power on stalls. It's going to boot. No, I didn't like the power on as much. Oh, you're, I got you're you right, right here. Right. We got it's you. Like right. Everybody's cameras are dropping on my end. I apologize. Oh, no. no. Yep. Yeah, we got issues. You're, you're coming in good, though. Good resolution. You're coming and, in good yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like it's so, probably going to boot me, but we'll keep going. Uh, maybe. Um, I don't have anybody's camera. Oh, well. Yeah, well I would say, though, like much. back to the slow the slow flight, and I don't know where you're going to go with this, but one thing that I just want to point out now is when you get to these things, recover at the first sign of a stall. Recover at the first sign of wind shear, the first sign of a stall, the first sign of anything, just whatever. Just go around. They can't. They can't fail you on a check ride for the for whatever you interpret it as the first sign. They may tell you, okay, that was too early. I want to see it go deeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like go deeper into the stall, or they want to let that wind shear event kind of progress to a like if you're in a simulator or something like that. That's what Ryan and I have to deal with. They may want you to go a little bit deeper into it so you get the full adverse effects. And I get that, but in real life. Obviously, the first sign of anything, go around, do you know, if you're going to recovering from a stall, low speed event, uh, go around so max power and clean up your flaps, all that good stuff. Um, don't we can talk about the technique with with wind shear, that's a little bit different because you don't want to reconfigure, but um, but how oh man, oh Ryan's here, so we can talk about that. So if it's a so okay, so we know wind shear, this so this is kind of in line, Rob, if you don't mind, go for it. We got nothing but time, kind of. Um, how would you, since we know you have wind shear, you know you have wind shear, you're in a Cessna 172. We know, no, 150, 150. So we have 40 degrees of flaps. It's all hanging out. We're configured to land wind shear, but we're not supposed to configure. What do we do? You're saying you're not supposed to configure. As far as like reconfigure, oh, yeah, oh, reconfigure, yeah. <clears throat> You're already configured to land. You're at two, 150, 200 feet wind shear, 500 feet. I don't care. And they're calling wind shear at the field, or you're just ex- okay. Yes, I yeah. love where you're going. I love where you're going. Yes, okay. they're calling wind shear. You experience what you perceive to be as wind shear. And for everybody listening, that's an abrupt change in wind direction and/or velocity. Which could be a, a performance increasing wind right. shear, but we kind of train to expect it to be at first performance increasing and then performance decreasing. That would kind of put you in your worst possible spot because you'll see performance increase, which means indicated airspeed is going to go up. It's going to want to tend to go above glide slope if you're like hand flying or whatever. Um, autopilot typically does a pretty good job unless it's severe. And then what you're going to do is you're going to reduce your power back though. And then now you have the decreasing performance wind shear with low power as you're trying to, you know, get back to your target airspeed. So now you're in a low, low energy state and the ground's relatively close to you. So that would put you in a bad position. So we, back to you, I guess, Ryan, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, at that point, I think if there were good, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, go go for it. Sorry. My thoughts are. 
if it's reporting wind shear or if it's conditions you expect. Now, this is way OCD. And obviously, back in the day, I didn't do this. But if you suspect it's wind shear, you know, it's it's already choppy. It's already gusty. They're whatever. Weather, temperature inversion, all those things that we think are associated with wind shear. Maybe that should be a time where we minimize our landing flap setting and just deal with it. Maybe we just limit it to 10 degrees of flaps for approach. Yeah. I would, uh, I'd take the flaps out, add power, and just fly that thing right into the ground. (laughs) Yep. I mean, are you semi-serious? Like, you can fly the airplane onto the ground if it's getting... Yeah, that's what I mean. ...squirrely winds. I mean, I've done similar stuff like this. That's... Okay. Lee just Lee just went off like you went a joke, and I, I felt like that was a semi-serious conversation. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't saying crashing into the ground. I would just like kind of force it down, you know, and hit the brakes. This is this would be more of a beyond student technique, but in general, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't disagree with that. Do you do you take issue with that, Mister Griffin? Yeah, I mean it's. I mean, if it's light and whatever, which you don't know when it's going to be light and when it's not, but typically the weather that is present that is going to pose some of the most severe wind shear events, microbursts, things like that, those those are things that are not your plan is not going to work out because it's already pushing you down to the ground at over three thousand feet a minute. Think about this: you're trying to land your airplane a good landing at zero feet per minute. A hard landing is probably two or 300 feet per minute. A hard landing. Damage, you're probably bending a gear at five or 600 feet per minute. So you're, you're talking like a severe, like you're in wind shear. I, I guess when I yes. listen to Scott's comment and when I was thinking that in my head, I'm just thinking like gusty, screwy conditions. Wind shear doesn't mean downdraft. Like I'm, I'm, ki- I'm mixing a couple like concepts together. Wind shear doesn't mean downdraft. You know, but if you have like a, if you're on, you're in your 150, you have a 20 knot wind shear, which is very possible. Rem- so remember, we're, we're flying final approach. We're like locked on. We're going to land everything, our sight picture, we're all dialed in. We're going to land in our touchdown zone, like perfectly, right? And now you have a 20 knot headwind happens. So you're locked on at 60, 65 knots on your indicated airspeed. You get 20 knot wind shear performance increasing that's 85 knots well now what are you going to do well you want to be on speed so it's going to balloon you up above your glide path it's going to increase your airspeed combination of the two maybe one or the other depends on how diligent you are with one or the other and now what are you going to do your gut reaction is i want to stay on airspeed and stay on glide path so you're going to point the nose down and pull some power or you're just going to pull a ton of power or you're just going to pitch way down and balloon your airspeed up, whatever. So typically, you're doing a combination of pitch down and pull power. Well, then it goes to a performance decreasing wind shear. That 20-knot increase you just got is now a 20-knot decrease. So you went to 85. You pulled power to get back to 65. You're locked on back at 65. And now you're kind of through that downdraft, microburst, whatever wind shear event. And now you're coming out maybe the other side of it, or it's sheared now to a tailwind, which would be performance decreasing. You lose your 20 knots. Now you're at 45 knots. Stall speed, very close to stall speed. Now, so now what do you do? 
you're low to the ground, you have no airspeed, what are you going to do? You're not going to push it down more. Yeah, I mean, you'll do what you need to do to break the stall if you're there, which obviously is pushed down. But with that is add power. Yeah. And recover from the stall. Uh, and by the time you figure out all these things are happening, how much time do you really have to work through to say, oh, I'm just going to land this on the ground? Maybe it works out, you know, but that is not what everybody is taught. Yeah. I guess it's what, just... What do you think, Ryan? I'm just thinking more like when it's just choppy, choppy as all get out, what I do, I just, in a smaller plane, I leave the flaps minimal or none and just make a faster approach, come in a little hot. You're not doing short field landings at, with this technique, but... Yeah, but yeah, like a wind shear situation where like I got performance like cra- increasing like crazy. I mean, I might, I, I'm uh-huh. probably going to moments where I see if I can ride that out. And if it's not getting better in moments, I'm just going around that dreaded go around that Scott doesn't like to do. Yeah, no. But yeah, and that's where the, that's where the, that's where the crux of the whole issue is, is. If you're going to go around, we should. You don't want to reconfigure in a in a, in a wind shear event. Now, the geniuses, you know, have figured out why that is. But in transport category airplanes, where we do have an abundance of performance, that is okay for us. We can do a go around with gear down, full flaps, and all this shit. But in a 150, you're done. Your max power maybe allows you to hold altitude. Hey, let's not let's turn this into so a that's obviously not good for a wind shear event. Speech. But yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. Well, I'm just, I'm just, well, and I go with anything, <laughs> you know, <laughs> any, any, any light GA you single. Know, you probably just shouldn't be flying when there's a chance of wind shear. Well, and if you are flying, I would say probably it should be probably a general rule of thumb, minimal flap setting for landing. And I know, Scott, I know you for sure treat it that way when you're doing gusty. It seems every time yeah. we go fly, it's gusty and crosswind. Yeah, I know that's something that that you implement, but shining some light on it, I guess. Back to the first indication of something, and how do we cope with it as it pertains to the slow flight stalls? Yeah, I was gonna go back to that. Um, the skills they want you to have is clear the area and then select an entry altitude that will allow the task to be completed no lower than 1,500 feet AGL or 3,000 feet AGL for a multi-engine. Scott, so you, you, um, you did this and then recovered and you were 1,500 feet at least AGL. It seems like you'd be having to go up to some altitudes, which you normally don't like to go up to, to do this thing you claim that you did for fun. Yeah. I used to, well, because you're not. He did one, them in the pattern. One, these were my these were my young <laughs> these were my younger days job. Like a lot of my rules of flying okay. were created in the last few years. Like in my younger days, it wasn't a big deal to go up to three thousand MSL around here. Okay, you know. Okay, I'm just trying to I'm just. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. I right. understand. Yeah, I just I just wanted to clear that I I was wondering, so I felt like there was audience out there who are going to wonder that same thing, and I just wanted to clear the air on that and uh, and, no. and figure I out. I mean, I would go up that. To, I would um, usually do them around twenty five hundred MSL. So what's that like? Nineteen hundred feet AGL around here. 
Yeah. Okay. That's usually where I did my stalls. Those are like okay. That's a little. It's a little low, but um. Uh, yeah, about a thousand feet too low, I'd say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but whatever. accomplished coordinated straight level flight turns, climbs, and ascents with the airplane configured as specified by evaluator without a stall warning. Uh, maintain specific altitude plus or minus uh, hundred, heading plus or minus ten, airspeed yes. plus ten minus zero, and a specified bank angle of plus minus ten degrees. And that's mm. that's your maneuvering during slow flight. And one of the things, though, in there that is easy to gloss over is you don't want to stall the airplane. They want to see you ride the edge of the stall. They want you to have gained through the course of your training a really good seat of your pants feel for that airplane and its flight characteristics. They don't want you to stall the airplane while you're performing slow flight. I, that's a fail. Yeah. If you stall during slow flight. So you... uh. Yeah. 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 You got, you got to ride it. And, and that's where, you know, the first indication, you know, you're going to feel airframe buffeting before you feel, before the stall warning horn goes off. I want to say the stall warning horn is typically like five knots ahead of stall. I want to say that rings a bell. Um, so, so you have some buffer between when you first feel the aerodynamic sensations of a stall, uh, the airflow separation, the buffeting on the tail, tail, before the stall warning horn goes off. And that is your sign. I need to lower angle attack and add power, a combination of both. But now we have these altitude constraints, you know, because it's a check ride. So you got to stay within those parameters. Yeah, it's definitely a, a super awesome skill to have. You get comfortable in slow flight and really wearing that airplane and that deck angle, get comfortable with that deck angle. You're, I mean, you're, you're mastering the airplane. That is a, that is a, facet of mastering the airplane for sure is mastering the slow flight characteristics characteristics of that airplane. Yes. It's it's a good skill to have. I I I really learned the airplane in that. I'm surprised they don't require that. Is that something you have to do in like as you progress up into like jets? Like where they want you to be just as proficient? Like all the way up or not really? We do no no slow flight. No slow flight. That's sad, I feel. Like. We traverse it. We do no turns to heading, constant, you know, climbs, descent. We don't do any of that. Yeah. And most of the time, we do the... what. See, the, the bigger potential issue is that you are caught in a stall by surprise. So that is more the realism they're trying to, like, paint for you there. So we do most of these stalls with the autopilot on. And you let it go. They obviously you're in the simulator, so they you let it go till stick shaker, and then you recover. Okay. Hmm. So you'll do. We'll do all the same ones. We'll do a maneuvering stall, power, um, power off, power off stall, and power on stall, and we'll we'll do both of those or all three of those, and it's all autopilot on. They set they set you up in the stall. You don't have to remember anything. They set you up in the stall, and you're just da 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 da, and then. Wait till the stick shaker goes off and you recover. Hmm. So, and that's what's realistic because 99% of the time we have the autopilot on. So, you level, you, you're descending, you level off at an altitude, you get talking about something and you forget to put the power back up and you stall. Stall straight and level. It's not, not uncommon. I mean, 
I just I never thought of autopilot stall training, but it makes sense because like your last flight mm-hmm. you did, what did you actually fly versus what the autopilot did? Yeah, I mean, I I fly between maybe ten thousand feet and eighteen thousand feet. I rarely fly anymore. I have the autopilot on right around those two 10,000 because that's when we you know accelerate beyond 250 knots and then 18,000 if I keep it on past 10 18,000 because that's when our first checklist is a, a transition checklist where we have to do some things and it requires kind of two hands um for me, for to do it correctly I should have the autopilot on and so that that those are the two things that kind of make sense and then on landing I, I mean, I'm. It's normally on till I'm about thousand feet AGL, and then I'll kick it off, and then hand land it from a thousand feet. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I normally I don't just, fly much more than that. I if it's like it something, I don't know. It. it, it you, we I'll can only let it go down to two. It depends if it's a visual five hundred feet. Yeah. If it's an if it's a Cat One ILS, for example, well, Cat One ILS two hundred feet. Okay, and we we actually need to keep it on to two hundred feet sometimes for like a category one confidence check. See how it'll do if it was IMC that day. I try to do that. We don't have any SOPs for that. I'm probably going to try and get that, but um, I try to do that every month. Is there any thirty days? Is there any phase of flight where you're required to have the autopilot on, or could could you kick it off and hand fly it whenever you want? No, I should um, in RVSM airspace. Um, uh, 29,000 feet to 41,000 feet it needs to be on RVSM stands for reduce vertical separations minimums which basically is the same thing we deal with below RVSM I guess just back in the day it wasn't once you get above that it's 2,000 foot spacing where you know the normal hemispherical rules you know you can be going east and west a thousand feet apart that is still the case in RVSM airspace 29,000 to 41,000 feet then once you get above 41 41 43 45 47 and so on and so forth those are the altitudes so it's 2000 foot intervals above 41,000 hmm. so in RVSM where the majority of airline traffic is and transport category jets are have to have it on. Okay. Hmm. So if you have an autopilot that's MEL'd, so it's it's inoperative and written up and all that good stuff, and it's MEL'd, so you're operating under a master or under a minimum equipment list, like most transport category airplanes will be, and it's broke, and you're going to hand fly, you have to stay below twenty nine thousand feet. Okay. I hand flew a CRJ whatever seven hundred from Charlotte to Oklahoma City one time at 28,000 feet. Why? For whatever. Because the autopilot was broke. So what if you're in these types of airspace that require autopilot and your autopilot's not functioning? You can't go there. You've you got to... Go okay, so you've got to stay... That's why you stayed at 28,000 instead of oh, going so, into... Okay. No, I didn't. So above that, you would. So you got to stay below twenty eight thousand if your autopilot below twenty nine. Below t- okay. Twenty eight was correct for the direction of flight. So it's either twenty eight or twenty six. It was one of those upper twenties, right below. Okay. I don't remember exactly, but I remember doing it clear as day. It's a long flight. We alternated like every half hour. We would 
Well, not every half hour, but yeah, we, we split it up a little bit when the other guy was getting tired. Hmm. You can't trim that out and have it. You can, but it's, I mean, it's just like anything else. You know, you're trying to stay on altitude, on heading, all that stuff a little bit closer than you would in your 172. Yeah. You know, you're in a freaking airliner. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we, we, looks like we just lost Ryan completely. Yeah. I think he's um, gone. He gave up. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys, do you want to do power off? The next one would be slow flight installs, be power off stalls. I just feel, okay. I, I just, uh, I don't even know if we want to do this with the theme of Ryan for all these, but we can maybe do one and then call it. Yeah, since sure. we lost him. Um, Scott's only got 10 minutes, yeah, though. Just yeah. keeping an eye on. Oh, yeah. Getting, okay. a little bit late here. Um, wow, we did go late on this one. Let's yeah. let's just call that a shorty. We haven't done a shorty this season. That'll yeah. be this will be episode one oh six, I think. As long as the audio isn't screwed up from last week's live stream Q and A, uh, we Plus may have lost the majority of Scott's. All the, all the live streamers are going to be out at nine anyway because the greatest televised. They're here event, for you. The, well, no, oh, like, I mean the greatest the greatest televised event oh. of the uh, year is on at nine. What is the that? year? The oh, year? What well, are you talking forever. about? I mean, basically, well, yes, yeah, forever. For, yeah, it's good. the greatest televised event ever is on at nine. And what's on at nine? <laughs> Come on, Rob. Come on. Come on. Don't say it, Scott. I won't Don't say, say it. it. I won't say it. It's today is March first, Rob. Okay. It was, it's I don't greatest, watch TV. The greatest television event of probably our lifetimes. I don't watch TV. I don't know okay. what you're talking about. No. Is the is the office returning? <laughs> are they br- are they bringing back? It burn- might as well be a comedy. It might as well be a comedy. Yeah, are they bringing yeah, Are they comedy. bringing back Burn Notice? That's one of my favorite shows. Burn oh, Notice God, from yes. back in the day, Michael Weston. Oh. Mm. Well, we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, I guess. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. Okay. You'll just have to wonder. And on that sad note, we'll uh, we'll wrap. We'll end this episode here. Um, become a ground crew member. Uh, we want to be able to do these in person. So Ryan's internet connection at random hotel rooms doesn't matter. We'll all be in the same location up in Ohio. Once we get the um, once we get the what, what do they call it. So 150 ground crew. I've got, I don't even, we're, that's the main goal. And we're not even, I don't even remember what it is. Um, yes, we should be able to do in person, like all of them in person, live streamed, high bandwidth internet connection, like a proper studio setup. I'll be able to fly to Ohio regularly, batch record, batch live stream. The whole works is the plan. Um, and then yeah, the Ryan. And what? It, but so I guess what I was trying to think of won't be an issue. How do you? Yeah, there's that. And then for the three of us, like routinely, that's going to mean like no lag. So our dialogue and everything is more organic. We don't have to wait for like internet lag. Sometimes mine's lagging. You're like this whole tonight has been terrible. Oh yeah, it's been lagging the whole time. And then what that does that ultimately minimizes your editing time and frees you up to be working on other irons in the fire. Correct. Wait, would that be a way to rewind that? I was, I got 
lost in the chat. It's the State of the Union. I figured I out it's the State had. of the Union. Okay. The oh, thank God. I, oh, I was not God. aware that was tonight. Oh, wow. It, how? how co- anyway. Come on, Barb. The State of our Union is great. Haven't okay. you noticed how Lee was awesome on a, Lee was on a Lee was on a good track, though. About the the no delay, but what would that what would that help me? You, you didn't said? hear anything I said. You know, it just doesn't. I I don't know. I just don't I feel appreciated. To run, I got multiple. I got multiple I monitors. You'll be able to Mo- watch. No, you do. Okay. You'll be able to see all the monitors that I'm looking at and get just as sidetracked at the same time as I am with everything that's wow. going on running a live wow. stream. Yeah. So well, the audience knows what I said. Okay. I guess that's I'll all that's I'll hear to edit it and I guess <laughs> yeah, answer. You will right answer myself. Right. And you'll like it. I'd like to answer your question now, but okay. Anyway. I love our listeners. I really do. Join the ground crew. We don't want to have a lag. Uh, yes, in-person chemistry will be more interesting. Okay, I'll wrap this up before we go to the chat. Um, Livestream, robertberger.com. Uh, click on the live link if you are not watching this on the live stream, if you're not on that list yet. Uh, this was kind of short notice. I didn't send out an email like as we were going live like I usually do which seems to have cut it in about half. So it must have been just the YouTube subscribers. So it's interesting. I'm learning things. I'm learning things about what happens when I do what. So that seems like it could be a critical email I send out once we are live. But um, yeah, that's all I got. Um, we, we may have lost all the audio from Scott from last week, so I don't want to read no, any reviews I or do anything st- like that. I still have it. It's it's it'll upload. Is it is it showing uploading? Okay. Well, I paused the upload. I for, can't so wait for this because I okay. didn't want to Thank try to God. upload. Good while call. We were, that, yeah. that was a good call. Yeah. Yeah. I got to edit all of that tomorrow, so make sure your laptop stays up all night. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Gets that uploaded. I always do. I always do. Um. Yeah. Thank you okay. for listening. We're gonna cut this off yes. at some point. Um. Three. <laughs> Bye, and thanks for listening this week, um, episode 106. Thanks, guys. Later. Okay, thank God I could get an edit point where I could cut that. Hopefully it turns out. I have a terrible lag. I have like a three or four second lag. Yeah. Why not text us when it goes live? Because that's another nightmare thing I got to add. I didn't to our... really realize. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. I just, I'm sorry. What? What? I missed it. I was reading the comments. Oh. Oh, God. You weren't sure You're about like what? OCD. Jeff is saying text get text instead of email that's i've looked into that it's um it's like hundreds of dollars a month to have the infrastructure set up to like have a number and get collect phone numbers like i do the emails
Um, it's possible down the road, but um, it's a little little rich for our budget at the moment. Oh yeah, it is shameful. We should have we should have just scheduled this for the same time. We might. What do you mean? As the as the union speech thing, right? I I have. I mean, entertainment value. I half want to watch it. I well, I mean, I do want to watch yeah. it. Yeah, I. I'm gonna I, go to I bed. I won't. I probably won't. Just gonna go to bed. But I feel like it might be worth tuning into tomorrow. for a little bit just to watch him like try to talk. Lee yeah. is fine. Scott and Robert are laggy. Is that a is that a general consensus with the people in the chat? It, yeah, I guess that would be good to know. I do have a new router and modem and everything that was not cheap, and I I feel like it's my I feel like it's my end or my end is good. I is what I feel like I guess, but I feel like my be, mine has be been slower to tonight for some reason. I don't know if maybe my internet. Yeah. The, the internet, internet in the neighborhood is, is bogged down. Yes. Yeah. I don't You're know if not, they have Frontier down right. there, but you should probably see if they have yeah. Frontier. Yeah, I might skip that. <laughs> Front. Um, yeah, okay. Let's, yeah. Scott it's usually about, it's usually all, about five minutes, Barb. About five minutes. Scott, read what... I fall asleep Pretend like somebody quickly. doesn't... What, what are you answering, oh. Scott? Because I'll go to edit. Uh, I'll go to edit, and if I leave this in somewhere, it's like okay. you're just saying things well, to invisible. Barb, it's Barb, like you're talking to asked, ghosts. I love one. Anyway, she said, "How soon after you get into bed do you fall asleep? Like, how soon after nine are you out cold? I'm so curious." And I said, "It's about five minutes." Okay. Usually, about five minutes. Well, it's. But tonight I'm, I'm going to have to stay tired. up. I'm gonna have to stay up to, for the whole for the whole show tonight. Just a little bit, yeah. You can I watch no, wherever you I, fall asleep. I, I you can replay it can. tomorrow. I don't know if I can watch it. It'd be so fun to talk about it tomorrow, though. Yeah, but sometimes, don't. like, sometimes you think like it's gonna be fun to watch, but then like he's just up there lying, and it just pisses you off. <laughs> so I'm not. <laughs> yes, I'm just. Yes. I'd okay. rather get so. good quality sleep, and then and then I can't sleep because I'm so mad about. What he it's just so worked said. up. Yeah. I get it. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Maybe we. This is maybe yeah. a strategy. Will get you revved up prior to recording, so then you're just amped up and angry, and then you'll be more feisty and be able to stay up past nine o'clock. <laughs> we might be onto something here. This yeah. might be a new strategy for Scott being able to stay up recording a, past nine o'clock. Get, get a little politics in, and it'll get me off. Yeah. Well, we know that fire. We know that fires him up. Yeah. I mean, everybody gets gets going, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, anyways. Oh, anyway, what's all this? Is nine. Go- oh, yeah, it's eight fifty-eight. I got. I got to go. Oh my! You got okay. two minutes. That's, that's fine. We got to ripping the uh, audience off here. I, know, I feel like you're ripping time, the audience off. I gotta walk into the kitchen and take my antacid, and then I gotta brush my oh, teeth. No. So it's gonna be this after is, nine by the time I get in bed. This is uh, wow. Okay, pay him mileage. Good. Good night, Scott. Leave it up. Leave it up. Leave it up. Unpause last week's. I I took tomorrow off my day job to edit that, so it needs to be. Yeah. I need something to edit. Well, hopefully it'll. And you were at eleven percent from last week. Yeah. I'll get to you guys. Just waiting for them to wrap it up. One week in, you're eleven percent uploaded from the last episode. Yeah, it'll be fine. Okay. 
It'll be fine. Okay. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> that math does not make me confident. No. <laughs> Scott, you got your Pilot Ground <laughs> weekly update, right? The MP4 file, your video. Yeah. Good to go. I don't. I don't know how I'm going to. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to send that. Up. I'll walk. I'll walk you through it in the more like take a little break, like on your little snack break or something. Five minutes, and we'll get it done. It's not that hard. I'll show you how to do it. I'll I'll okay. talk you through it. I was just gonna put it in the. I was just gonna okay. put it in the Dropbox. Okay, yeah, do that. That's fine too. Okay, yeah. All right, later. Because okay. I tried Bye. to email it, it wouldn't do it. Yeah. See you, Scott. Later. later. Yeah. Later. Okay. Later. later. Good night, okay. Scott. Hey. Good night, guys. Whew. See ya. Good night. Good night. See ya. See ya. Sleep All right. well. All right. I'll Sweet dreams. I'll, I'll see you guys later. I'm gonna head out now. Why are you still here? Adios. Why are, take care, it's buddy. nine? You need to leave. <laughs> take it's care. nine o'clock. I'm gonna, you need to leave. It is I'm nine gonna, o'clock. I'm just gonna go. To, I'm just gonna go to bed. You're gonna. I'm gonna. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You need to. Yeah. Just, yeah. Go to bed. <laughs> yep. You got. Yeah. Take your. See you tonight. So I'm gonna. Yeah. Take your old man pills in the kitchen. Yes. And walk all the way across the kitchen. Oh God. It's Tuesday. Yeah. I really gotta get going. I really gotta get going. Out of your pill pack. Okay. It's the. I gotta hit. I wa- I gotta walk all the way to the kitchen, Bob, and I gotta take an antacid. You gotta take. It's gotta the go. first. It's the first T on your pill pack. You gotta take, Scott. Not the not the second T. All right. I just want to okay. make sure you get that correct. <laughs> okay. Or is it TH? Right. Might be uh, TH. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Sorry. Good night. I'll, 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 good, good, good night, night guys. Later. <laughs> Later. See ya. Okay. 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 <laughs> That'd be good. That'd be helpful. We got shit to get to. Yeah, so we got chat. So it doesn't really matter. But having 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 the the weight be lower, you know, because your hull, you're riding right on your right. your hull. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. There's some of that. That always made me nervous doing like step turns. You know, so you'd get the the float plane up on on step, and then you'd cruise around like that. It always made me nervous because you feel all the centrifugal force, you know, throwing you around. It's like, man, isn't this wing about to you know drop? But I guess it doesn't. I mean, I've turned it pretty hard, and it doesn't. You bury, you start burying the float, but I was surprised is- too at how you could you could really dig into that float. Like we oh, were yeah. doing some left hand turns on the J threes and just burying the uh, burying the right float. Yeah. So oh, Tyler says, "Oh no." Eric says, "Sup, dudes." We got the chat. Yo. Chats. You guys got the chat up. I'm I'm going to right now. I didn't oh, know it was up. Oh man, we're uh we're just letting it roll in. Ryan Eckel is late, so we're waiting on him. He's uh, rushing back to his hotel room at the moment. So hopefully his hotel has decent internet. Yeah, he probably isn't even set up yet either. I don't even know what uh, I don't even know what state he's in. Me either. Yeah. Tyler in before the email. I didn't. I just didn't sign out. I don't. I'm not really sending out another email. I don't think. I didn't say I would, and I don't feel like it. So, yeah, we'll see how how many people show up with that strategy. Yeah, let's see. Let's do this dirty deed. Yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> That's weird. My YouTube app is not there anymore. Oh wow! I delete it. Imagine. Oh jeez. Hmm, that's, that's interesting. Weird. Isn't that weird? Your your nineties electronic devices acting up is shocking. 
90s. It's an iPhone 8, so it's basically like the newest phone you can get. <laughs> it's newer than my <laughs> iPhone. Yeah. <sighs> okay. We got five coming in. Unless so, I just deleted it when I was. Yeah, Eric says he got the notification. Oh, he has his commercial ride on Friday. Spencer oh, does. Place. Oh, Spencer. Um, Cram the next two days and then don't worry about it. Get some good sleep. That, yeah, that seems to be our that's going, a, our that's going always motto. Mine. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any lessons scheduled between now and then, or is it no no flying between now and then? Do you, know, you can get YouTube on a flip phone. Do you recognize, or do you recommend people schedule lessons right up to like the check ride day? I know like a lot at 141 schools, they, they get lessons. Yeah. They get like three. I know BG, they get like three hours of flying in the 48 hours before their check ride. Okay. I'd do a, I'd do a mock check ride with my students like in the morning of, you know, if they had a, if they had a check ride at 10, we, we'd have an, we'd like show up at seven, a little bit of a mock oral, just make sure everything's like kind of foolproof ironclad there. Go, you know, fly where we're going or just go knock out a mock check ride in the morning. Make sure all the maneuvers are good. Yeah. 141, you're doing the check rides in-house a lot of times, right? Andreas, thank you for the booze. (laughs) Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Yes. We're going to save the booze for... uh, for uh, the uh, the first time we record one of these in person, all sitting at the same whatever in the same room when we record it, that's what we that's what we decided on. I don't know how good my camera yeah, is coming see those through. Again, this I got not the, good. This is this is the actual Pretty package she sent. I don't know how well you guys can see. Yeah, that. it's can't even no. Okay, not good at all. All right, maybe I'll take a photo of it or something, post it on Pilot Ground. Yes, thank you, Andreas. Yes, thank you very much, man. Appreciate that. Sent us two bottles of rum and a bottle of bourbon. Nice. Only only one rum bottle fatality on the way via USPS. <laughs> one out of three isn't bad, I guess. It's like thirty three percent where I come I'm from. I'm surprised. Um, well, it didn't leak ahead. all over the place. Didn't it leak everywhere. They had it in a bag that said. Um, it said, "Whatever package damaged uh, was damaged prior to delivery, or something." Yeah, that huh. I think okay. that they wrapped it in, so that I think was stopping it from leaking. But well, I got my PO box. I opened up the PO box and got my mail. I I don't check it that often. Um, maybe once every couple weeks, and so I see the key in there, and then. So I'm like, the key means you got to go around and, and go up another, like open up a big box they have over on the other side of it. And so I open up the big box and then it was like this giant box in a bag that looked wet and I picked it up and it was like, seemed soggy, but dry, like cardboard that had gotten wet a bunch of times, but wasn't wet anymore. Does that make sense? And then so I'm like, yep. what what yeah. in the world could this be? Didn't just and then, uh, so I took, That's what they do to yeah, I took it home and uh, cr- cracked it open. And uh, yeah, the Ronza Kappa 23 cracked, uh, but the other two 
The other two are good. So we're going to save those for in-person, the first in-person recording, which we're trying to get done this year. Hopefully this summer we'll, Luckily we'll they get the equipment. Luckily they didn't uh, the whole package away because we get stuff. If we send stuff out and it leaks a little bit, they just throw it away. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. This was like maybe that's FedEx priority that. express, like the yeah, the top of the fine. line. Andrea wow. sent you know the high rolling nice. customer at USPS. Nice. So he said yeah. they said we gotta priority deliver express what the, what we uh, can. Yeah. Oh, what's the chat doing? We're kind of waiting on Ryan, so we're just kind of killing some time here uh, as Ryan drives to his hotel room. God knows where. What state he's in right now? Probably Florida. Yeah, yeah Spencer's saying that he's got three flights in the schedule between now and Friday for the check ride, and that's good. Make sure those maneuvers are like ironclad, um, just because those are supposed to be like gimme. I guess that's a, basically all the commercial check ride is. Now that I'm thinking about it, like I know for like my check rides, so I actually have a check ride on Thursday morning myself, and you go out and do air work first. You go do your steep turns, your stalls all those things first kind of get you warmed up to the simulator or warmed up to the airplane. It's the same difference. It's just like flying a different flying, like an airplane with a different feel. It's just like not quite right. Or it's just a little bit different than your airplane. Um, so yeah, I would, I'd make sure all your maneuvers are ironclad. That probably goes without saying, but probably one of the hardest ones in 180 power off. Probably all the other stuff should be pretty easy. Um, Make sure you know your pivotal altitude, like it's basically a thousand feet AGL, basically. Um, make sure you have all that. If, if you don't know quite what I'm talking about, obviously give with your instructor on pivotal altitude for your eights on pylons and stuff. Um, God, what else? Commercial check ride prep. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, make sure you have that, the the uh, oral exam guide, commercial oral exam guide, have that down. If you know that, you'll pass the oral. And that obviously, that sets like the, the tone for the actual practical test, the actual flight test. So have that down. Know your airplane good. I mean, I'm telling you all the stuff you already know. I, I can't pick out anything that, that is like, oh, a trip up type thing. I would say the 180 power off spot landing. There's almost nothing you can do other than do it a bunch of times or do it a few times before the check ride. Like that day, that runway with those conditions in that airplane, there's almost really no no replacement for that. Yep. Tyler says, I pitched flying to Cleveland for precaution, the family unit. My girls aren't terribly eager to get on roller coasters. So besides Cedar Point, is there any sales pitch I can sell my kids on for fun? Standing in a grass field drinking beers mm. and Cardi B is good enough for me. Um, that's, I mean, Cedar Point's <laughs> usually the big one. What about, we got a couple water parks around. Yeah. Indoor yeah, water, like parks, water parks, if they're into the that. Soak City, Soak City 2 is an outdoor yeah. water park. Yeah, at Cedar it's Point. It's not Soak City anymore, though. They changed the name of it. There's, there's Kelly's Island, which has a bunch of family-friendly oh. bars, which I don't know if that... Yes, that's good. If you're, yeah, if the kids are into bars, actually, what? <laughs> actually, Putin Bay is not what you would think of as being family friendly, but there is like they have like a putt putt and like a cave thing there and stuff. Yeah, you know, I, I don't. Yeah, know. oh yeah, uh, totally. Caddyshack like on uh, uh, Kelly's Island has a putt putt too. Yeah, yeah. 
And then you go to yeah. the sand trap right next door and you can drink while you watch the kids. Right. While play the putt kids putt. play putt putt. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, uh, I don't know. There's, there's Lake Erie, like, but that's, I mean, that's not really that exciting. It's just a lake. Yeah. I mean, there's some beaches. You could do beaches. Cedar Point has a nice beach. It's kind of I mean, muddy. There's plenty of beaches, beaches around. They're not great. But this I mean, if good... you're over in Seattle, I mean, you know, like those inner harbor, I mean, just kind of crummy water quality. If you like algae blooms, we have those. <laughs> if the girls like that. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of mud they like in the water. like to see how colorful water can get. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, man. The sand I mean, is basically obviously crushed up. plenty to do. Yeah. yeah. The sand is crushed up zebra mussels, so it'll toughen up your feet. That's true. You know? that, that is true. That is true. Build up some good. Uh, Actually, Cedar Point calluses. Beach is pretty nice. Yeah. Cedar Point Beach is pretty nice. Um, That's what I said. I said that one. Oh, okay. And uh, Andreas R says, the... "Wait, wasn't the water clear enough for Scott to spot fish from a plane?" It can uh, be. I, I never personally did, but I have heard of people doing that. Oh, I feel like you're backpedaling from past episodes now. I don't remember though. I don't know that I ever remembers back episodes better than we are. For sure, maybe it is very humid in July. Some of the some of the earlier episodes, I was highly intoxicated on, so I really have no idea what I said. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yes. Can't be held, held responsible for any previous statements. No. No. Or statements no. going forward. Yeah. Oh, where are we at the chat? How typically how long does it take once someone gets to a hotel for a layover? I did speak more on the earlier episodes because alcohol makes me talk more. Yeah, speaking of that, what's everybody drinking? I got a Bud Light going because I'm trying to get rid of beer in my fridge still. How old is I... that? This Bud Light? Yeah. Oh, I, I don't wonder. know. Is there expiration dates on beer? There is, yeah. I'm very interested. I don't know. It came... Um, says, I usually just oh, go by the England. taste, though. Because nice. you can tell. like, If it still tastes fine, then just drink it. I mean, it's Bud Light, so... It, doesn't taste that good regularly. Um, August, yeah, August twenty first of the twenty one. Lee didn't even ask everybody what what they're drinking, did he? <laughs> well, I thought last time Barbara's getting me conditioned, like yeah. she's just gonna check in, and I guess that's what I asked for. I'm sorry, Jody, Barbara. Jody's What's got everybody drinking. Rob going. already beat me to it. He can't get his favorite rum due to supply chain issues, just like everything else. <laughs> I'm drinking some Aldi seltzer water here. Oh my god, why? You need vodka with you? No. We need to get you a, we need to get you emergency mixer, Scott. This is, has been an ongoing no, I problem. Have, I have alcohol I have alcohol. I have plenty of alcohol. I have beer. Well, what's the problem? I, I have, I'm taking two weeks off. What? I always do why? That. I always I always You did it before, Rob. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, that was a church. Rob. That was a church thing. Doesn't matter. A church thing. That's 
That's no. I mean, that doesn't make any. You sense heathens either. have no excuse for not drinking ever. That's why I never quit, I man. Always, <laughs> I always, I always take a week or two off before I go on vacation. I want the listeners to know they can always count on can, me. That way I can. I drink will never as much be on this want. podcast not drinking. That way I can drink Dude, as much as I want on vacation and not feel bad about it. You still can. You still can. What's the difference between between not drinking before you go and then drinking a bunch and then coming home and then still drinking? You gotta it's get your liver ready, Scott. Yeah, it's yeah, really like I'm, like no, yeah, it's I'm like training. My liver ready. Get it into, into fight, fighting either. shape, man. I'm, I'm doing oh, no caffeine and no alcohol for two weeks. I probably won't make it, but I'm just throwing that out there. You know, I'm gonna try it. Oh, uh, Jody, Barbara, I'm waiting your, to know what you're drinking. What's your preferred uh, What's your preferred rum that's having supply chain issues? I like that detox, so you can retox. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I I will I will drink. I just I once a year I try to take two weeks off to, just to make myself feel better. His version of Lent, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish my I wish my video feed was coming through better. Andreas sent us a box of liquor. They can't get bottles. It was amazing. And most yes. of the bottles made it. What a thoughtful gift. What a guy. I know. We have the best <laughs> listeners. Yes. We do. Yeah, Everybody's we do. in here. They're drinking with us. It's a Tuesday freaking night and everybody's getting buzzed up. I love it. Yep. Andre, it. part of the reason and for sending a random a box bit. of alcohol was that Scott kept saying he ran out of alcohol. Yeah. My Lent is only two weeks. Yeah, let's not go crazy. Don't we don't need to say it's forty days because we don't need. I to never made it the alcohol for yeah. forty. I've never made forty days without drinking when I gave it up for Lent. I tried a few times back in the day. Yeah, how Remember long when did I do that it? in our early twenties? I made it 30 days yeah, one time. You, you usually go like a month. That was my record. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, you used to, do, you used to do like sober October sometimes. Yeah, I would do that, that once in a while. Off. Yeah. Now you're paying me back. Anymore. Uh, no. Yeah. Two weeks. Normally, I would get Anybody want to right talk now. about any airplane stuff? Yeah, we are, uh, we're kind of stalling for Ryan to show hours. up. Um, yeah, the first 40 hours is rough. <laughs> <laughs> Forty hours, <laughs> forty days, forty hours is tough. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I haven't made it two days in years. <laughs> years. I don't, I don't think. <laughs> I'm not joking. Last time I had any like any real period was like 2018. Seriously, really? I made yeah. it like I don't know, 18 days, 18, 20 days. I mean, the last time I've taken more than two weeks off. I, I have no idea. I was probably like, I was probably like 20. <laughs> Is the last time you had a, what? I had more than two weeks off in a row. Oh, uh, that may that have been good like, back then for you. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, like it was probably when I was like 20. So I, I didn't oh, drink so you that heavily yeah. when I was 20. No. I mean, I I drank, but I wasn't like right. a, a raging. It, right. But that right. my bad years were were twenty one to twenty five. Those were bad. 
Yeah, I moved to gotcha. Florida when I was 25 because it got so out of control up there. Andrew yeah, said it was, had, pl- it pretty had a pretty hand. serious. Yeah. Andrew says had a pretty serious icing situation last Thursday with a CFI last week. Just glad I'm still here safe to say I'm going to be way more cautious than him for the rest of my flying days. It's unfortunate. Um, yeah, I mean, CFIs are supposed to keep you out oh, of that kind can, of stuff. Is there any elaboration? Yeah. 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 It just, I mean, it just like depends. Like, God, there's a lot. I'd like to know a little bit more about the situation, but. Think the situation has changed. They could he could have gone through all the work and made the executive decision on his own that oh at this altitude we're going to be good for however long we're going to be there for this area that we're flying in we're going to be good and that is probably something he should have brought his student in on um, in on the decision making process with that that's a little bit of a problem I don't know where he is in the stage of learning though yeah there's been a lot of uh icing posts on pilot ground uh lately one of them some of them have been by lee which have been interesting on the jet and then some smaller ga planes. yeah people want me to go yeah right yeah yeah it's like you know now they don't really have trace icing anymore i don't think they want you to say trace you either have you either clear or you have light ice, you know, light rhyme, light clear, light mixed, whatever. Um, so, I mean, I'd picked up ice a lot in non-known icing equipped light GA airplanes. It's, yes, it is a big deal. It is a big deal because they fly perfectly normal right up until they don't. And I yep. luckily never find out where that limit is, but there is a limit. You know, you're a test pl- pilot 100% of the time, but, and you can get a lot of ice and it flies fine, right up, like I said, till it doesn't. And you don't want to find out where that limit is. Jody said, well, the plane but, I was flying crashed yesterday. That's the second plane I was signed off to solo in destroyed, not by me. Well, that seems unfortunate. Yeah, how what are was all the these, situation how, there? Yeah, how are all these planes crashing? Yeah, it seems, well, the, the bigger the, you know, we're getting a lot of different people, you know, crowdsourcing a bunch of different stuff. Pop made it out, but the plane was totaled. Well, that's, yeah, that sucks. Tower declared an emergency, not him. You can, you don't want to be afraid to declare an emergency. If it's in a situation where it's like you have no time to react anyways, it doesn't really do you any good. It doesn't give you any latitude. But if, you're, if you have a lot of altitude to work with or a lot of airplane capability remaining, make... Um, Declare the emergency. There, there, just like oh, doing a just, go around. There should pride should not be an emergency in the equation. Almost, almost every time, because then you don't have to wait. You always get priority. Well, well, yeah. I mean, and then there's paperwork which I wouldn't want to fill out, but well, just make something up. I don't know. Yeah. Or well, first of all, you shouldn't be shouldn't even be flying around a controlled field anyway. But that's besides the point. I just copy paste handling ice and GA into potential podcast episode ideas. That's um, a good one. So I've had that issue where, like in the in the in an archer, it was like kind of like light freezing rain. Like I wasn't really, I was mist, like freezing mist, but it was super super light. But where I was going, I kind it kind of got worse. 
And I got to the same point where it started, the defrost wouldn't keep up. And I turned around and it, it wasn't good. Um, so basically what I did is I kind of slipped it just a little bit to just enough slipped it to landing. And, um, obviously, you know, once you get into deep into the flare, the, the like the center line marks and those sort of things obviously take on a, a lot more definition because they're closer to you and it all worked out for me, but it was, it was bad. I couldn't really see out the windshield. Um, yeah, so that, that can be scary. Well, yeah, I mean, it happens when, you know, when you're flying and the flights got to go, you know, you do it, but yeah, yeah. it's not. When was Ryan that said cool. he just, just got to his room years ago. Yeah, we all, we have like in most of these airplanes we have, um, like in the Lear 31A, we had bleed air heat that would just blow over the window from outside. And that also had alcohol. If it was really, really bad, you had alcohol that would come out of the, like the radome, the very nose of the plane. It would stream back and, and get the, um, yeah. get the, uh, the windscreens. And then, um, you know, a lot have like a hot plate, you know, like lighter GA, they have a hot plate. So you just have a really small area you can see out. And so us, we have full windshield heat that's on, you know, like it's on low temp on the ground, then high temp in the air. And I've never seen a single bit of ice form on those. So like even the other night, you know, I sent that one to like moderate rime ice, not even a hint. Like it's just, yeah, it's nothing. It's a non-event. <sighs> yeah, that's something you don't think about. Tis the season. We're leaving the season, though. March. We're in March now, so. Yeah, but yeah, but up at altitude, it's going to be cold enough for a long time. And we're still getting ice at, well, we're still getting those temps at altitude in Florida. Yeah. You know, it's always negative above 24,000, right? But most of the time, there's no, there's not enough moisture there for it to matter. But normally we're getting ice like down in the teens. High, like, like, you know, 15 to. 5,000 a lot. I mean, you can get it obviously lower than that, but that seems to be a really a common range. Yeah. Shouldn't be flying up there anyway. Too high. Yeah, we have well, temps that. in the high 80s next week. You do? Yeah. yeah, on the ground. Yeah. Oh, yeah. On the ground, but... Two degrees is... Celsius per thousand feet. Yeah. High of eighty-seven next week. My watch. That's says. if it, that's if it's a standard. What? I, I just said high of eighty-seven degrees next week where I'm at. Wow. That's right. Class A is definitely absolutely not, Tyler. It's good. It's good that you remember. Who says Scott speaks the truth? This is a plant. Yeah, I don't know what that was a relationship well to. Why we know, but. Um, One inch of rhyme across the edge. Oh, oh look who finally. look who finally showed up! It's Maybe. only almost my bedtime. Maybe. Hello. Oh, sorry about that. Yo, you got it. Yeah, can you hear it? Oh yeah, it's coming right. in clear. Now on? you can see the background from this perspective of a hotel yeah. room. Welcome, Ryan. Hey, thanks. What's uh, what Good state are you in today? I'm in Florida. Of oh, course. No. Nice. That's what that's what my guess was. Internet solid guess. I was actually kind of out your way last night, but I uh didn't get in there till like 10 o'clock at night. So yeah, I was definitely sleeping. Lost cause. 
Definitely sleeping. Um, okay. Let's see. Let's, let's catch up with a if couple of If there's other questions, chat. just, I guess, hang on to those till the end. Yeah. Right, Rob? We can, yeah. Well, uh, we can just jump into it. I just got to figure out. Give me like two minutes and then I'll as stall for two minutes and then I, I got to figure out what the episode name is. I'm not is even going to pull up that ACS. I'm not so doing it. You just lead us along. Any, uh, the what? What's what's we're not doing a what's got? We're not doing a Q and A thing like we're no not no. That's every with fifth ep- every okay. fifth episode. We well, will we will. Sure, like, we gotta get we gotta we gotta talking on there. Should I read what they said? Well, you gotta be you know you gotta be dialed in. You know, think it through. Is that really pertinent? Will off track the topic or not? Okay. You know. Wow, it's that's a lot on your plate, Scott. Dial in. Yeah, it is. It's all Probably it's all you, I Scott. I don't think I can do that. Or is it? So, or is it so amazing <laughs> that it's worth totally Barb, derailing the episode? Wants, These are things you have to juggle. Barb wants to know about Saint Elmo's fire. Is that that's probably derailing the episode, isn't it? The episode hasn't really started I, I, yet. Hasn't Rob started no yet. No Kill time on that. I, I got to no figure out what I'm calling this thing. Ryan what, just what jumped into the live gauntlet. Yeah, what does she want? To, what is Saint Elmo's fire? I don't even know what it is. Just Isn't that the, the static going over the windshield? Yeah. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can do all kinds of stuff. But yeah, just like a light blue, staticky, flamey looking. It's real. I've never heard of it. I don't know. All right. All right, I, yeah. I, I think I'm. I, I think exist. I can start this 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 thing now. Hold on, do it up. I need some enthusiasm. I'm gonna grab a beer and then we're gonna roll. Oh, okay, I just well, realized. I just, just realized I'm out. The whole thing. Yeah. Well, you know, I just, oh, okay. I just realized I'm yeah, empty. It's important. It's important. It's I know. Important. How are we gonna do the show if Let's I gotta yeah, well, leave to get in some up here. two minutes to <laughs> grab a beer? We need you. We need you. Get your shit together. So you, uh, um, where, where are you? Fort Myers or? uh, No, Naples. Oh, okay. Yeah. Close enough. Yeah. Yeah, That's cool. That's cool. You're home. I take it. Yes, sir. Yeah. I go to, I go to training tomorrow. Oh, do you? Yeah. Just recurrent or is it the, um, just the instrument? Whatever. Yeah. IPC. Yeah. Where do you go? Where do you go for that? Yeah. Yeah. I'll be back. Dallas. Dallas. It's just a one day thing. We go out the day before and then I everything starts at like eight and then I'll be done by like, I don't know, two or three and then hopefully get on an early airline home. That's what we did last time. We weren't scheduled to leave until like 9.30 out of um, uh, Newark, but we ended up, thank God, getting on one at like- Did we lose Ryan? 12. Okay. Okay. I think- We lost you there, man. Could we let me? Yeah, Ryan. Yeah, it was you. Um, all right, let's get rolling. Crappy hotel internet. Right, how close is your mic? You're just coming in really soft before we get started. Not. Um, how about there? Is that pretty good? Oh yeah, it's a lot better. A little quiet. Sound good. Oh, okay. okay. He he'd tell me the my my face has to be touching it like this. Yeah, get up on that, Scott. 
My dad would be better. I was talking to my dad. My dad was watching the live stream last time, and he says I could hardly hear Scott. Tell him, tell him you need to speak up. That's what my dad said. I know. I speak loudly. If people can't hear me, it's their ears, not my speaking. Uh huh. Okay, (laughs) let's start. Three, two, one.